Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Oh, my God. Can we just talk about last night together, you and I, for a second? So here I am watching the game, and I'm saying to myself, at the very end, I go, why don't the Steelers just take a knee? Just take a knee. You're down 14. There's no chance you have a winning. You're on the road. Just take a knee. And it was actually my son this morning who disagreed with that. He said to me, he goes, well, it's a good time for players to get reps, right? They, they, they were out there. And I guess that made sense to me. But I'm watching the game. I'm thinking, just take a knee. And then all of a sudden, hell breaks loose. Miles Garrett decides that he is going to pile drive Mason Rudolph into the ground. So let's just begin here. This Right then, it was dumb. We haven't even gotten any further yet. But what happened at that moment never needed to happen. You're up by 14. The game is over. The Steelers have no chance of winning. And you are pile-driving their quarterback to the ground. I think he should have been fined right there. But it gets worse. It gets worse. Rudolph doesn't want to get bullied. Don't blame him. And he grabs Miles Garrett, Miles, Miles Garrett's head, you know, face mask, you know, helmet. Right? So he's pulling. Well, Garrett wants no part of that, pulls himself off, grabs Rudolph's helmet, pulls it off, and then decides to wield it at him. Unreal. In all my years of watching football, I've never seen this in my life. The guy is taking the helmet, and then the crazy thing is, he hits him with the helmet. How Rudolph is not a bloody mess is beyond me. How he doesn't all of a sudden just have blood oozing out of his brain and fracture his skull, I don't know how lucky. lucky. I know if, my, if I was out there and that was my head, forget about it. Boom. And I'm sitting there going, did he just do that? That is called assault with a deadly weapon. Let's not forget that. That is assault with a deadly weapon. Fact. Okay? It's like a hockey player going after somebody with a stick on the ice and whacking the guy in the head. That is, that is crazy. That is assault. And it is a deadly weapon. The only reason it wasn't deadly was because Rudolph wasn't hurt because he's got the hardest head I've ever, I've ever seen. Then Garrett ends up on the ground and the Steelers start kicking him. By the way, I have no problem with that, by the way. I'm good with that. Maybe two wrongs don't make a right, but I'm cool with Pouncey kicking Garrett in the head for that. Protect your guy at all times. Then out of nowhere, Larry Ogajdobi comes in and hits Rudolph again. In another really bad move. Really bad move. Like, he was already hit in the head. Now you're going to hit him again? Unreal. Unreal. 
reprehensible doesn't even begin it, begin to describe it. Miles Garrett is now suspended for the rest of the year. By the way, should be arrested. And certainly, if Mason Rudolph's lawyer wants to go after him, he can win in legal action. No doubt in my mind. Guilty. 100% guilty. This is not even close. The Browns are winning this game. This was all unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Just win the game and be over. So Garrett now is all suspended, and then he's got to go meet with Commissioner Roger Goodell, you know, before he comes back. What is he going to say? Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take his weapon and to, to take his helmet and use it as a weapon, as a deadly weapon. I mean, crazy. Pouncey gets three games. That's that seems reasonable to me for kicking Garrett in the head. Ogajobi gets one game. That's fine. I don't even know why Rudolph got anything. What did Rudolph do wrong? Seriously, protect himself. Now, do I blame Freddie Kitchens? Maybe. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know how Mike Tomlin didn't go out there and start beating somebody up. That was the only thing I was waiting for. I was waiting for Tomlin to go out there, too. Because that was about the next thing that was going to happen. But he was trying to be the voice of reason. But if you ask yourself, why why is the Browns team a mess? Because it's a poorly coached group of people. You don't do that. How dangerous were the Browns last night? Deontay Johnson... They were dirty. Juju, dirty. Garrett, dirty. Football's hard enough. Football is hard enough that you don't want to play with guys who are dirty. I will never root for the Cleveland Browns, ever, from what I saw. And I don't get passionate like that. Yeah, I don't really care most of the time. Right? I just care about fantasy. But, man, the Browns, that was low. And the thing is, I like Miles Garrett as a player. But what he did was criminal, criminal. And don't just say because it happened on a football field, it wasn't. If it happened at a bar, the dude would be arrested right now. How is it any better? You don't take a helmet and start bashing people with it. Unreal what happened. And I hope this never happens again in the NFL. And thank God my kid was asleep and didn't see it. Of course, he heard about it in the morning. It was all over the place. I mean, what do you even tell your kids? Unspeakable. All right, I don't want to speak about this anymore. I'm angry. All right, we're going to take a look at practice news and notes, visionary plays of the week. We're coming back with you right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That is the worst take of anybody I've ever heard in my life in that clip, by the way. That is literally the worst take I've ever heard. I don't know who that dude is, Sean, but I'm telling you. You tell him for me, worst take I've ever heard in my life. Can you do that for me? Yeah, I don't even know the dude's name. I don't want to know his name. I just know you don't want the, the worst name. take okay. I've ever heard. Fine. Yeah, I don't want the name. Just tell him I hate you. 
Okay. By the way, I'm on Twitter here, and people, nothing for Rudolph is, is trending. He starts by kicking him in the groin and trying to rip his helmet off. Yeah, that was Mason Rudolph. He was the bad guy in this incident. Oh, my God. Did you watch the play? Garrett Pyle drives him into the ground. What is he supposed to do? Thanks, Miles. See you in two weeks. Best of your family. I'd be angry, too, if a guy took me in the ground like that. Stand up for yourself. I don't know what people are thinking on Twitter. Seriously. I have no idea. Nothing for Rudolph is BS. Rudolph was the innocent victim. Rudolph doesn't kick him in the groin before he gets planted in the ground. Hello? Do you not see the thing? Rudolph doesn't go kick Garrett unless before Rudolph is face first in the ground with 280 pounds of Garrett all over him. And he wants him off. Watch the play. He's kicking him off him. Wouldn't you? Here, I'll tell you what. Find somebody who's 280 pounds. Have this person jump on you. And then say to yourself, oh, thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Or would you kick him and say, get off me, dude? You'd kick him. You'd grab at him. You'd do whatever it takes to get this guy off you. Unreal. I, 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 sometimes people really... Blow my mind. Like the guy with literally the worst take I've ever heard. Worst take I've ever heard, Sean. I am fired up. Yes, you are. How, how people are not thinking that this is just reprehensible. And I'm not overreacting. I'm not. And here's why. Okay? I'm going to leave it at this. I'm going to leave this last thing, and then I'm going to go on because I want to get to this week's games. If Mason Rudolph's face started, if he broke his nose and we had blood all over the place, would it be different? That's the only reason people are not as upset right now. If his, if his brain, if he didn't have a fractured skull and wasn't taken to the hospital, would the reactions be different right now? It's only because he has a hard head and he was lucky, lucky to be alive that we're even talking like this. Oh, he pushed it to the envelope. You idiot. It's dangerous. All right. Whew. I don't know if I can handle this. Can't even, I don't know if I can make it through the show. All right. ESPN's Josh Weiss, Weinsfuss, whatever his name is, says Kenyon Drake has jumped David Johnson in the death chart. That is great reporting right there. My eyeball saw that last week. David Johnson is running a 7-8-40, and Kenyon Drake looks like he shot out of a cannon. If David Johnson gets three carries this week, Cliff Kingsbury should be fired. Johnson looks terrible at this point. Drake looks great. I like Drake in DFS. Sneaky. All right. Colts ruled out T.Y. Hilton this week against the Jaguars. Jacoby Brissett will be starting. Adam Thielen out against the Broncos. B.C. Johnson will be in. Stephon Diggs gets the pleasure of going one-on-one with Chris Harris. Thielen will be back after the bye week. Fact. Just no reason to run him back. All right, the Eagles are going to sign Jay Ajayi, and here's why. Darren Sproles is out for the year on injured reserve. And Jordan Howard is very, 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 very questionable, leading almost to doubtful. So Ajayi knows how to be there. You have Sanders, you've got Boston Scott, and you've got Ajayi. 
Remember, things don't happen for no reason in the NFL. You see that a giant was going to the Eagles. There was a reason. Okay? You saw that. Um, let's see. Austin Hooper out. We knew that. Desmond Trufant might play. We haven't seen Desmond Trufant in weeks. I mean, he's actually good. If Trufant comes back, which I think he will, because Dan Quinn said he will, then let's downgrade DJ Moore a smidge and let's upgrade Curtis Samuel because Curtis Samuel gets to see Isaiah Oliver, the worst cover cornerback in the history of mankind. All right, so let's see if there's more news and notes. I don't have it. When it comes out, I will, I will definitely get it there. Matthew Stafford, out for the second straight week. That's a problem. Oh, here's one. Here's one. And if, if you guys ever thought this guy was, was good, you're delusional. Antonio Callaway. Let me say something here. Guys who are train wrecks in college don't just become choir boys in the NFL. Okay? Callaway, if he could catch, if he could catch as a first-round talent, because he couldn't catch, he was a fourth-round talent, but he was talented. Problem is, he can't stop the drugs. Right? He just liked the drugs more than he liked playing in the NFL. Callaway, it's a sad, it's sad. It's sad. Because you know he's going to be suspended. Right? Browns knew it. Didn't want to deal with it. He's gone. Shocking. I know. Will Fuller practiced? I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know. Let's watch that. I'm not, I'm not thrilled with him. I'm not thrilled with him, with him playing this week. I certainly wouldn't play Will Fuller this week. Somebody out there might. I, it won't be me. We'll talk more about that game coming up. I just don't see the pathway in that game. That game scares me a lot. Because I don't know where the points are coming from. All right, Emmanuel Sanders, sideline. We'll see later if he plays. George Kittle, sidelines. I think that Sanders does play, but I think that Kittle doesn't. Debo Samuel, very interesting to me. Kendrick Bourne, very interesting to me. That's a name that nobody will, uh, will be looking at on DFS. 3000 bucks. I'm in. Uh, let's see. Terry McLaurin's going to move around more, you think? Terry McLaurin's your best player. Okay, Terry McLaurin's your best player. So if you're the Redskins, you need to move him around and give him another look. I like McLaurin this week. I think he catches a touchdown. I do. David Montgomery, I we discussed this yesterday. I don't think he's going to practice. I think he's a game-time decision. I would look elsewhere. I would not be playing David Montgomery this week. Marquise Brown downgraded, but let's see if he plays today. That's not out yet, okay? More of the stuff will come out, right? Devonta Freeman we know is out as well. All right, David Montgomery, officially questionable. Here, let me help you. I think he's going to be out. He was upgraded to limited on Friday. I don't know. I think you're going to see a lot of Tariq Cohen. Okay, let's take a look at the games of this week. Let's break them down one by one. Let's see who I like playing and who I don't like playing. And let's start it out with the Jets against the Redskins. And this is a 38 and a half. Okay, 38 and a half tells me everything I need to know. Tells me 
that this is a 20 to 18 game, according to Vegas, right? Little 20.7 to 18, something like that, you know? So what I want to try to get us to do is try to see how these teams are going to get those points. How does Washington get to 20 points? How do the Jets get to 18? I think Washington gets there because Terry McLaurin scores a touchdown. I also like the Redskins' defense. I don't like Geis or Peterson, but I think one of them finds the end zone, and there's your 14 points because we're going to get another field goal. Boom. That's how it goes down. I start McLaurin. I start the Redskins' defense. For the Jets, it's 18 points. So you're looking at maybe two touchdowns. I don't see it. Maybe Bell. Maybe. I don't feel good about it. I do like Jamison Crowder in a revenge narrative going back against his old team. That's the only Jet. I'll play those two Jets. Maybe Ryan Griffin if I'm desperate. But boy, I had to be really desperate when I wake up in the morning. I don't think I want to go there. But I will if I have to. Okay? We will continue to go through each game. Figure out the pathways. Who are the best plays? Okay, I'm Dr. Roto, and we will continue to do this when we come back right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, we're back. Dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to get your 10% off now. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, my friend Mike, listener number seven, says, how people defend this is absurd. Yes, that take fantasy is playing is awful. Shame on them for playing it over and over, Sean. Tell Cardano I want that take off. Just tell him. Tell him, Doc's fired up. I'm gonna, I want you to text him right now. I want to hear it. All right, let's continue going on here with the game. So, Broncos against the Vikings. Over and under is 40. Okay? Over under is 40. And we're looking at not many points scored in this game. So Vegas is thinking 25 to 14, give or take, with the point spread because it's uh, minus 10 and a half. Yeah, I don't, that's, that's really not going to, 25 to 14. So Denver scoring two. I don't know. Maybe Cortland Sutton. I can see Cortland Sutton doing something. I'm not against Noah Fant. I just think he had that one big play a couple weeks ago, so I didn't wake up this morning going, you know, Noah Fant. I'm in, I'm in on him. I'm in on Cortland Sutton. I am. Vikings, very good against the run. Don't like Royce Freeman. Don't love Philip Lindsay. Like Lindsay more than Freeman because he catches the ball better out of the backfield. Minnesota with three touchdowns, right? So I don't think it's Diggs. 
Let me just say this. Chris Harris, very good cover guy. I don't think it's Diggs. So it's either Dalvin Cook, B.C. Johnson. I, I just don't, I don't know. Can't endorse B.C. Johnson. I think it could be coming from tight end. Now, here is where we try to put our visionary hats on. Most people go back and will look at Kyle Rudolph because he was so good last week. How often does a guy go back and do the same thing two weeks in a row? Instead of playing Kyle Rudolph, how about Irv Smith Jr.? That's a visionary name. Now look, don't go out and drop everybody and pick up Irv Smith. I'm just throwing it out there that the Vikings are supposed to score three touchdowns according to Vegas. Right? Diggs is not going to score one. I don't think it's B.C. Johnson. Unless Dalvin Cook scores three, something's got to happen through the air. Laquan Treadwell can't get out of bed in the morning. So, ergo, I'm getting to Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith. So, I'm thinking Irv. I know my man Kick loves Irv, too, so that makes me feel better. All right, next game. Falcons-Panthers. Ooh, that's a good one. Over under 49. And then we're looking at this game 26 to 22. That's the implied total, 26 to 22. So for Atlanta, we're going to play Brian Hill, and we're going to feel great about it. We're going to feel great about it. Brian Hill. Next, we feel good about Julio Jones. We feel good about Calvin Ridley. And you got my guy, Russell Gage. There's no Hooper. So I, I think I, those, that's the, I don't know where the points would come from except for those four places. So you can play those four guys. I think a lot of people will be on Julio. I won't. I'll probably regret it. I think I'll be more in on the other three. I don't want to pay full price for Julio and DFS. For the Panthers, I told you, we love Christian McCaffrey. We love him. Secondly, I love Curtis Samuel this week. I don't like Greg Olson this week. I don't like chasing points with Olson. I just don't feel great about it. Atlanta's okay against covering tight ends. They're in the middle. I, it's, this is, last week was just a good matchup for Olson. Really was. I don't see the same matchup this week. So I'll be in on Samuel. I can't blame you if you're in on DJ Moore. That makes sense to me. Okay? Jaguars against the Colts. 43 and a half. And this game is like a 23-20. So for the Colts, I don't love Marlon Mack this week. I'll play him in seasonal, but I don't love him in DFS. I like Doyle. I like Ebron. I'm okay with Zach Pascal, but I don't feel good about Zach Pascal. I mean, I, I can't ever tell you to play Chester Rogers. I think it's going to come from the tight ends. But they're, they're saying three touchdowns. I don't know. I don't know if I see three touchdowns. But, you know, what can I tell you? Vegas is smarter than I am. I'm a pretty smart guy, but Vegas is much smarter. Uh, Jacksonville in the middle against the run. I guess Marlon Mack could score. But I think it's going to come from the tight ends. Doyle and Ebron. Ebron got a boatload of targets last week. 
think he got like 12 targets last week. He went to Frank Reich and said, hey, dude, feed me. And they did. Fed him a lot. All right. For the Jaguars at an implied 20, I like Leonard Fournette. I, I can't imagine that this wouldn't be a Leonard Fournette week. I also say this. I'm okay with Nick Foles moving forward. I just don't trust Nick Foles this week. I think guys need time to get back into the groove. You know, the NFL is not something that you can just, you know, not play for a bunch of weeks. We haven't seen this guy since week one, and here we are in week 11. Now, moving forward, he's got Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Chargers, Raiders, Falcons. I love the schedule. I just think this week may be the rough week. This week may be the rough week. So I like Fournette to score. Take a look at Ryquel Armstead. This guy's gotten weight, got more touches as the season's gone on. Something ha- ha- is happening there. Something's happening there. I can smell it. I can smell it. All right? He's just been way too involved recently. Maybe that continues. Maybe he sneaks a touchdown. I don't know. Chark, Westbrook, one of those dudes scores. So there's your 20. Then we have a couple of field goals. All right, next game. Bills against the Dolphins. This game's 40 and a half. And the Bills are favored. We're looking like a 24 to 17 game, give or take. 24 to 17. So let's see how I can get to 24 from Buffalo. I love Devin Singletary this week. Love him. Great, great start. Played at FAU. He's got a fan base there. They're going to give him the ball. Frank Gore is like 1,000 years old. I just don't see Frank Gore. But Frank Gore could steal touchdowns. possible. But I like Singletary this week. I like Josh Allen to throw one to two this week. I think John Brown catches one. Not sure about the other. I don't think Singletary gets in the end zone twice. Maybe Allen runs one in. So we're looking at Allen running one in, Allen throwing one, and Singletary. There's your three. There's your three. Could be a Buffalo defensive touchdown, too. Miami, Vegas is saying 17 points, but I'm going to shock you now with how they're going to get there. I'm going to shock myself. Buffalo against wide receivers. I don't know if you guys know this. Third best in the NFL. Buffalo against tight ends. Second best in the NFL. Buffalo against running backs, ninth worst in the NFL. Does that mean Kalen Balaj finds the end zone? Whew, I just had a cold chill hit me. That was an Arctic breeze hit me in Florida there. So I can't even believe I mentioned that guy's name on the radio. I hate him passionately. But he could score, right? I'm giving you a way that he could score. So, I don't know. I guess if I do a Josh Allen team... I was thinking of going with Devontae Parker, but I probably won't. Maybe I'll throw Ballage in that little DFS lineup, and when he scores a touchdown, I'll be, I'll be happy. I just don't think there's anybody else there. Is it Miles Gaskin? Patrick Laird? Maybe this is a Patrick Laird week, because I hate Ballage. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Just throwing that one out there. Laird had... 20 snaps last week, two rushing yards, two receiving yards. I'm going to go with Patrick Laird. That's how badly, I, that's how bad I hate Balage. If you play Patrick Laird and he scores, 
I will be the most impressed person on the planet Earth. And I think I'm the only person who said it. So I'm going to give him myself credit and then I'm going to give you credit for playing him. All right? I'm going to, I promise I'm going to give you a lot of credit for playing him. Because we, I told you that's the weakness. The weakness of the Bills, running backs. Not receivers. Not Devontae Parker. Not Albert Wilson. Not Mike Gisecki. People are going to want to play him. That's not the right move. Maybe it is Patrick Laird. Here, I'm even giving myself a pen click on that one. See if I can pick him up in a league. All right, let's see. Texans versus Ravens. This is a tough one for me. This is a tough one for me. Because there's a lot of points expected to be scored in this one. 51 and a half. And the implied total really is a dead heat. 23-23. So how do I find those touchdowns? For the Texans... I don't really like Hopkins and Fuller and Stills. Baltimore is pretty good past defense. They're they're pretty good. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, it's pretty good. Against tight ends, they're they're respectable. Is this a Duke Johnson week? Is this a Carlos Hyde week? Might be. When it's a Carlos Hyde week, you know it to be nervous. Right? You know it's to be nervous. But I do like Duke Johnson. All right. I'm going to take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to continue looking at this game from the Baltimore side. Who is going to do well? I like breaking it down this way because I'm trying to find you the pathways for success. I'm Dr. Roto. I'm with Full-Time Fantasy. And I'm back with you right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, Dr. Roto back with you here. I work for Full-Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. Also, check my article out, my Visionary Plays of the Week, at si.com backslash fantasy. That's Sports Illustrated. si.com backslash fantasy for my Visionary Plays of the Week. All right, I left you with the Texans and Ravens game. I gave you the Texans pathway. I like Deuce Johnson this week. For the Ravens, I love Lamar Jackson. I just love this guy. I think he scores absolutely scores a rush, rushing touchdown. Where the other two touchdowns come from, I think Mark Andrews gets one. And then the third one, I'm not sure. Could it be Ingram? Maybe. Could it be Boyle, Hurst? I don't know. Somebody. Could it be defensive. Could be. Maybe they sack Watson and he uh, coughs one up. It's possible. So... I don't know. I, I know this game is going to be, I feel it's an under game. I do. I think Vegas has this game a little higher than it should be. They have it at 51 and a half, and I don't see that. I see it a little under. Angel in California, what's up, dude? What's up? Hey, how's it going, Dr. Roto? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. So I have four wide receivers. I'm debating on which two to play and which one to play as my flex. 
I have uh, Godwin, Sutton, Gallup, and Sanu. Wow. Uh, you're, you're playing Godwin 100%. You're playing Sutton because the only way to beat the Vikings is through the air. Uh, so now we're at Gallup and Sanu. Man, ah. Uh. I love, I love Sanu's matchup. I do. I love Sanu's matchup. They're going to have to throw on the Eagles. I can't believe I'm telling you to bench Michael Gallup, but I'm telling you to bench Michael Gallup. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. But look, it's a Zeke, it, this is a Zeke week. Zeke is going to score two touchdowns, and this could be a Cooper week. So this could be Michael Gallup, you know, with like four for 50 week. Let's hope for that because the, the other three guys are really good starts. Correct. It sounds about right. I was kind of debating on that as well. I just wanted to confirm. Okay. Good luck. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. You got it, my man. All right. That's a tough one there. I just like Sanu. Sanu's from Jersey. Played at Rutgers. Got some fans in Philly coming out to watch him. You watch him find the end zone this week, and then you'll be like, Sanu. All right. Cowboys-Lions. This game is at what's the? I don't see a spread on this one, but it's uh, about a 46. Dallas, 25 implied points. Detroit, 21. Um, For Dallas, like I said, I think Zeke Elliott scores twice. Detroit's very bad against the run. Zeke scores. They got to feed Zeke. They want to make the playoffs. We need more Zeke. I think Cooper scores. I love Michael Gallup. I just don't think this is the week for Michael Gallup. I love Michael Gallup, though. For Detroit, I think you're taking a risk if you play with Jeff Driscoll. I'm okay with McKissick. I'm okay. But I don't love Galladay. I don't love Marvin Jones. Hawkinson, I do like. Dallas is pretty bad against tight ends. Dallas is the fourth worst against tight ends. It's possible that Hawkinson finds the end zone. Okay? Next game, Saints and Buccaneers. This game is like at a 50. And we're looking at like a 27-22 according to the point spread. All right, so I like, for Tampa Bay, I like Godwin a lot. I like Mike Evans, especially if Marshawn Lattimore is out, because then P.J. Williams gets to play defense. Woo, that guy's bad. So I like, if, if Marshawn's out, Jameis throws two touchdowns for sure. For the Saints, I'll give them four touchdowns. Kamara scores. Michael Thomas scores. Maybe once, maybe twice. Jared Cook scores. You get those guys in your lineup. Liberally. You play Drew Brees. Liberally. Feel very comfortable playing that. That is a very high-scoring game. Even if you want to stack that game in DFS, you probably should. Ryan Staten Island, what's up, dude? How are you? What's up, man? All right, so I got DJ. Obviously, I'm going to sit um, um, I don't know who to start, whether Kenyon Drake or Sony Michelle. And I have guys too, but I want to wait for uh, a week for him as well. Are you in a PPR or standard? Uh, this is a half PPR. Okay, I kind of like Kenyon Drake this week. He played really well against uh, the That's 49ers fine, yeah. two weeks ago. David Johnson looks slow. I think the way the Patriots beat the Eagles is through the air. So I'll go Drake. Okay. All right, and All right. and uh, I'm, I'm going to start uh, Mostert over Duke this week in a full PPR as well. Is that right? I wouldn't. I would start Duke. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. Really? Yeah. I, right, I just went you. through it before. Yeah. T- thanks for the phone call. I just don't. I think that the. Uh, I think Duke is sneaky this week. I do. I think Duke is sneaky, and they're starting to figure out how to use him. He's a good player. All right. Next game on my list: Cardinals 49ers. I have four more that I want to get to. Cardinals 49ers. 
and this game is a 45. The implied total here is 27, about 27-16, 27-17, something like that. So for Arizona, I like Kenyon Drake. He's the only guy I'm playing. I don't like Christian Kirk. I don't like Larry Fitzgerald. I will play Kenyon Drake and feel good about it. For the 49ers, you're playing Tevin Coleman, for sure. You're playing Debo, for sure. I like Mostert, but do I, is he going to score? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would play Mostert maybe in a standard. I don't know if I'd play him in a PPR. I don't know about that. Born, maybe. Mostert, maybe. You got a lot of guys there. The problem is each week you never know who's going to do what. You just don't know. But you know that Debo Samuel's good. You know that Tevin Coleman's good. And I think Jimmy G is interesting. Played very well against them last time. So that's that game. All right, next one. Bengals against the Raiders. This game is a, about a 49. And then we're looking at an implied total of about 30 to 17, 29 to 18, something like that. So Cincinnati, I like two people, only two. One, Joe Mixon, and two, Tyler Boyd. I would play Boyd over Mixon. Because I think that if you play mixing, you're chasing last week's points. I don't ever like chasing points. I know that when Ryan Finley back goes back to pass, he's looking for Tyler Boyd. Boyd's a good play. For Oakland, we're looking at four touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns will be for Josh Jacobs. And two will belong to Derek Carr. One will go to Darren Waller. The other one, I'm not sure. Maybe Tyrell Williams, maybe Hunter Renfro, maybe two to Waller. I don't know. But there's going to be four touchdowns, and that's how it's going to go down. Could be a defensive touchdown. I'm, 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 I'm okay with that, too. But I think Waller scores, and I know Josh Jacobs is scoring. I don't know what the prop bet is on that one, but I feel very comfortable about Josh Jacobs scoring. If you can get plus anything on that, I would take it. All right, Patriots against the Eagles in one of the late games. So the Patriots-Eagles is a 45 spot, and we're looking at here about a 24-20 game, give or take 24-20. For the Eagles, the only way to beat the Patriots is by by running the ball, and without Jordan Howard, they're in trouble. Miles Sanders is a little bit too darty behind the line. I think the guy that beats the the Patriots is a guy who runs right at him, a a la Mark Ingram, a la Melvin Gordon. You know, just guy who bashes it. So I think that Jeffrey's in trouble this week. A lot of people will play Zach Ertz. I will go a little contrarian, and I will go with Dallas Goddard because I think the Patriots will stop Zach Ertz. You stop Zach Ertz, you stop the Eagles. Maybe Goddard makes a play. Maybe. I'm okay with that. They only are going to score two touchdowns according to Vegas. New England's going to score three. Julian Edelman scores. James White scores. Mohamed Sanu scores. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. Maybe Philip Dorsett. I like Tom Brady this week. I don't normally play him in DFS, but I like Tom Brady this week. You can't run on the Eagles, but you can throw on them. The problem is I just don't like the implied total here. It's a low-scoring game. 45 never doesn't get me excited. I didn't get up this morning for a 45. Right? That's the problem. You have to look at these implied totals. Because that's where you know where the points are coming from. So, Carolina, round of 27. Dallas, right? That's a good one. New Orleans, 49ers, Raiders, Patriots. Those are the teams you want to really look at. 
because that's where Vegas thinks the points are coming from. So when in doubt, when in doubt, let Las Vegas help you out. So if you've got somebody on Miami, Vegas says 17 points. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. You want to go chase that? Is Vegas wrong? Sure, on occasion. I wouldn't bet my money against them. You'll lose. Vegas always wins. These guys are uber sharp. Even the sharps aren't sharp enough. Right? Vegas is sharper than the sharps. See, that sentence a few times fast. So I'm not going in on Arizona. I'm not going in on the Jets. I'm not going in on Miami. I'm not going in on Denver. I'm not going in the Bengals. I'm not going in the Eagles. If you start doing things like that, you are lighting money on fire. Money is hard to come by. Please don't waste it. If you feel like wasting it, don't forget the Roto Children College Fund. We're always happy to help you. Now, when a team has a low implied total, there may be a guy, i.e. Tyler Boyd, who could perform. So I'll look, if I'm going to look at a guy at a, who's a low total, I'll look at a guy in a, in a high game, right? Like Cincinnati-Oakland. So maybe I'll look at Boyd. But I'm not looking at anybody on Miami. I'm not looking at anybody at Denver. I'm not looking at anybody on the Jets. I might look at Kenyon Drake. That's how you have to do it. That's how you have to break it down. Got to really think that way. If you don't think that way, you're making a very big mistake. All right, let's take a look at the Bears versus the Rams. And this game is a 40. That's not very good. And um, the, the Rams are favored by six. So probably like, what was that? 22-16, 23-16, something like that, give or take. So the Bears, two touchdowns. I don't know. It's not David Montgomery. I don't, maybe it's Tariq Cohen. I don't feel great about him. I hate Mitch Trubisky. I don't like Allen Robinson with Jalen Ramsey this week. I always like Taylor Gabriel, mainly because Mitch Trubisky likes him. For the Rams, you're looking at no more than three touchdowns. Let's see, Chicago against running backs. Are they good? Chicago against running backs, not as good as you think. I mean, not, not, not that great. Gurley could score. How about Cooper Cup? What did he do last week? Nothing. Nothing with a side of nothing. But the Bears are very good against wide receivers. They're not very good against tight ends. Gerald Everett should score. I like Gurley to score. I like Gerald Everett to score. And then the third touchdown easily could be a defensive touchdown. Easily. Can't you just see Trubisky throwing a pick? Can't you just see Trubisky tripping over his own feet? My, my son and I were going through some of the old drafts. Do you know that Mitch Trubisky was drafted before Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes? Just hearing that should make you sick. It did for me. Like, really? Is that what really happened? Was that how off the Bears were? So, it, it's just mind-boggling how bad certain organizations are. Trubisky did nothing in college. He was never a star. You know, my son says to me, is Joe Burrow going to be good? Yeah, Joe Burrow is going to be good. Plays at the highest level and beats teams like Alabama. 
Is Tua going to be good? Yeah, he plays at the highest level and plays teams like Clemson. What did Mitch Trubisky do? He played Wake Forest? Come on. Wake Forest is good in basketball. Not that good in football. That was a bad pick. All right, I want to talk more about that. How to screw up your football team in two easy steps. And we return right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, we're back. Remember, Wager Talk is up next from the guys out in live, live in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm doing a Las Vegas slush fund so my wife and I can get out there in the summer. My, kid, my kids get to go away in the summer, and they're like, Dad, what do you do? I go, pay for you. That's what I do. I pay for you in the summer so you can get out of my house. I need to do something in the summer. I'm going to go away for like two days, and that's going to be like a vacation. Yeah, it's a fact. All right, I was talking to my son in the car, and my son is trying to be, know a little bit more about football. He knows that, like everything about basketball. He's like an NBA encyclopedia, literally. But football he doesn't really understand. And I was trying to explain to him that teams have a short window to win because once their quarterback wants too much money, it changes everything. And then I say, if you're going to pay a quarterback big money, you pay Brady, you pay Rodgers, you pay Lamar, you pay Russell Wilson. But when you start paying Cousins and Dalton and Stafford, when you pay for mediocrity, you know what you get? A losing season. So certain, certain teams have decisions to make. Is Dak worth $30 million bucks? If the Browns don't win on Baker's first co- rookie contract, is he worth 30 mil? Right now, he's not. Right now, he's not at all. So pay attention to that if you're a fan of a team. All right, guys. Time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I wish you guys is a big week, week 11. These are the home stretch weeks, 11, 12, and 13. We're going to get you to the playoffs. All right? Good luck this week. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. Take care.